Hey, get ready, because Loop and Larry are bringing you our holiday special. Here's the story of Loop and Larry, who are bringing us a very geeky show. Uh, that's right, we have a feel-good episode in store. We'll be revisiting the 1988 TV movie, A Very Brady Christmas. Okay, guys, what is, what is going on here? I'm getting a little creeped out. It's going to be a very Larry Christmas. Slurp, slurp. Okay, guys, let me out of here. Somebody, please help me. Help. Somebody. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, meta-human destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek! Ho, ho, ho! Oh, 72! <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was either, but I mean, it's semi Christmassy, I guess. It's yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. Oh, I'm Loop. I'm Larry. <laughs> I like that. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> I think we've had too much eggnog. I think yes. we're just like... <laughs> with nothing in it, just plain eggnog. Yeah, and that's the problem. So yes. So welcome to our Christmas special, and uh, it's going to be uh, pretty fun because it's like I love I love a good Christmas movie. Yep. And uh, we're going to review one today, so it's going to be fun. And it's our last episode of the year. It is. Um, yeah. Yep. So, and then the, the first episode next year will be obviously our best of uh, 2024. 2023. God, we'll right, be yeah. in 2024. That's doing right. 2023. Every year I do my resolutions. Yep. Um, so I give myself a bunch of things that I need to do in the year. And, uh, and like I give myself tasks, essentially, to try to finish. This year I did horribly. Like normally I can do a lot. Like... Um, and it, and it's a combination between watching things and music. So what it does is it forces me to watch things that are on my shelf that, you know, those shows, like, let's say like a lost where you're like, Oh, I'd love to watch lost again. This yes. will force you to do it. That's what I like about it. I'll say, okay, I'm going to watch the full episode, the full thing of lost or whatever it is. So yes. um, I'll give you some of these and I'll tell you if I got them or failed them. And last year I did almost all of them. Like I did really well. I remember that. That was good. I was impressed. Mind you, I did have a death of the family this year. So let's put that in perspective. So that, that happened. So that's probably why I didn't get to as many of these. Um, sure. It's been a bit of a weird year, but uh, watch the full rest of development series. I'm going to say, Oh, I'm, am I going to guess whether you did these things or not? You I can. Think, sure. I, I would have said you're, but you've already said you didn't. I would have said you were going to, but okay. You didn't. Wow. No, that's surprising. I, I didn't get to it. Right. Um, and I, and there was a whole thing at the beginning too, because remember it got pulled from, it was going to get pulled from, yes. um, uh, H or no, from Netflix. And then, and then they brought it back again. And I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Cause yes. the last, I've got the first like three seasons or four. And then they stopped doing them after that. Like the fifth season never made it to any like no. physical media. Um, watch the twin peaks original series. Did I? Oh, did I not? um, I'm going to say, yes, you did. No, nope, didn't did do that one either. No. Oh, uh, okay. watch WrestleMania's one to fifteen. No, you did not do that. I didn't. And and last year I watched one to ten, and I was like, <laughs> really? I watched almost all of eleven. I got, and then I just didn't get back to it. Watch okay. all the Lord of the Rings movies. 
Yes, I'm gonna say you did do that. I didn't. What? Now, mind you, I still got time. We're not. The year is okay. not done yet. Well, I, you've got days. We're now talking about days you've got left here. Now, watch ten music docs. No, definitely did not do that. I watched two. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, watch five regular docs. Yeah, I'm gonna say you did that. Did not. Uh, did I watched not one. Do that. Um, oh. oh, all right. And then I had a lot of music ones. I got all my music ones done. I have eight. Oh. Uh, read eight books. No, nobody, nobody's ever read eight books before. So I'm, I'm on my eighth book right now. Okay, well, you've got a couple of days left. You might be able to finish it. All I right. can finish. I can finish this book. I'll get it okay. done. So, right. and then I had a ton of other things like that where I, I have about another twenty things that I most of them I didn't do, like make chimichangas. I haven't done that yet this year. Make fudge. <laughs> Touch my toes. Can't do that still. Do a cartwheel. That wasn't happening. Buy a suit jacket. Yep. Got it oh, done. <laughs> Good. All right. <laughs> this is supposed to like eclectic list list of things that anybody's ever tried to accomplish in their entire lives. Like you just see all the music ones. There was a ton and I got them all done. Like some of them were like uh listen to all the Prince albums. He's got 39 albums. Plus I listened to other extra ones that were released. So okay. that's like I did all those. Listen to the top 20 Rolling Stone albums of the of their top 500. I did that. Oh. Okay. Um, so I did that. Listen to discographies of at least five bands. <laughs> what? <laughs> and listen to full discographies of five bands I've never really listened to. So I did Genesis, who have like 12 albums. I did all of their albums. Wow. So, okay. So this I is, you know, you did, you actually did pretty well. Like that's a pretty big accomplishment to go through all of that music. Yeah. I did a lot of music. <laughs> if you had just uh, limited it to, to music. You would have been, <laughs> this would have been the most impressive thing that I've ever, I've ever heard. But another thing I didn't do this year is eat eggs Benedict. I did not do that <laughs> this year. I've never had eggs Benedict in my life. I've never eaten it before. Uh, really? Yeah. That, is, that surprises me. Um, those I'm, are some I'm of the shocking. things I didn't. I, so, I'm I mean, shocking. there's still time. There's always time. To there's have time, eggs Benedict. I don't know. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't make a chimichanga. <laughs> I've always wanted to make my own chimichangas. I just didn't get a chance to do it. Last year I had on mine uh, um, uh, make stew. I've never made my own stew before. So last year I did it. Or, or, you did like, it? Okay. Yeah, I did it last year. So I finished it last year. But I got time. I still got a couple weeks before the end of the year. Some of these things can happen. Well, I, I'll... I just, please, if you've got time left in this year, if you do nothing else, please just make a chimichanga. <laughs> I just want to hear about this process of you making a chimichanga, okay? <laughs> I don't These care are some of the things that go on my list. A, car I a cartwheel, I don't think is going to happen, but uh, <laughs> I can try. Not so much. I don't care no. about the Lord of the Rings or or the Arrested Developments. I just want to see pic pictures of that chimichanga process. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Still time. <laughs> I still have time. I got to try to fit some of this stuff in in the last week. I'm going to really focus on this list. I'm really, I'm, I... I'm now putting loop making a chimichanga on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Things you need to do before they, before you you die, you know, just got to get that chimichanga yes. made. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> well, better luck next year. That's yeah. All okay. Well, that's all I can do. <laughs> and while we think about that, let's just go to the pop capacitor. That's a good idea.
All right, we are back with the pop capacitor and we're going to focus on a Christmas movie. And if you're watching it right now, you can see it behind us. We're going to do a very Brady Christmas. Came out in 1988. It was a TV movie um, and it was the second highest rated TV film of that year. That so doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It does to me. It's the Bradys. How can you not love the Bradys? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so... <laughs> and here's here's the plot in a nutshell again. The entire Brady fan, family manages to overcome personal obstacles to spend a happy holiday together. Mike and Carol both decide that they're going to use their vacation money to bring all the kids home for Christmas. And Alice also breaks up with Sam the Butcher and is also living there at the same time. So everybody is back. The whole family Every, is back. Yeah. And, and it's... For better uh, or worse, they're all back. <laughs> it's, it's a very Brady Brady Christmas. As, it sure as, is. As it's called. Yeah. So... It is. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I will start out by saying I love this movie. I know you do. And it's one of my favorite Christmas movies now. It's like I'm watching it every year. I just love it. I don't know why. Um, and I also love Brady Bunch as, as a show. Yes. So, I, no, uh, I have to start off by saying I love the Brady Bunch. I'm a huge fan. Um, I've met all of them except for uh, Jan and Marsha. So I've, I've actually talked to the other kids and met them. I love the Brady Bunch. So don't let that cloud your judgment of what I think of this movie. Cause I okay. love, I love All the right. Brady's. I love the Brady bunch. Just All right. Put that, out there. <laughs> put that out there. So, um, we'll, uh, let's just go into hits and misses. Cause I'm sure a lot of stuff will come out in, in this. So, right. uh, you can, you can uh, start. What have you got right off the top? I'm surprised I have any misses at all, really. Cause it was so, oh, so good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll start with the hits. I just, I, the, I love right off the top. If you're a Brady's fan, one of the things, when you think of Brady bunch, you think of the iconic opening of, yep. of the show. And it opens up right away with the song. It opens up. You know, sometimes they do like movies of shows and they change it all. And it yeah. doesn't seem like the same thing. Started and it showed like the original, original opener, like when they first started. And then it, all the people eventually change into like how they look now, like yeah. it, which is an 88. So I, I just love that. It's just very nostalgic. I love that whole opener. I thought it was really cool. Yes, I agree. I agree. That, that, that was cool. And the music and the... the the nostalgia is great. I think that's that's pretty cool. And that leads into my first hit, uh, which is the house. Because the Brady Bunch, part of the one of the characters of the Brady Bunch was the Brady House with yeah. that cool staircase and the horse statue. And it the house is awesome. I love I always loved their house. The house in this movie I thought was super cool. Um, so it's now 1988. So they have given that entire house a facelift. The, the layout is still the same, but the whole house has got a facelift. Every every surface has been painted with like pastel colors for the yeah. 80s. Um, um, but but other things like they, um, there's now right above the staircase, in front of the staircase, there used to be like a brick or a, a like either brick or it was a it was a, pa a painting or something like that that was massive. It's now been replaced with glass bricks, so it's like a window right above yeah. the right in front of the staircase. So that's new. Um, Mike's office uh, was right off the staircase behind the living room. It used to be there used to be a full brick wall between the living room and his office. That's now been opened up, so it's. You got a little bit more breathing room, a little bit more space in there. <laughs> so that that was kind of cool. Um, the back TV room, which was at the back of the house behind the kitchen, used to be where they'd like like a like a den where it was yeah. a TV room. It's now been converted into a uh, an exercise room. So it's got all wood paneling, but it's just like 
uh, exercise equipment in there for Mike and, and uh, Carol, because all the kids have moved out. So that's an exercise room. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then in the kitchen, right over the sink, uh, it used to be just a solid kitchen. Now it looks like they've knocked down part of the wall and there's like a, a greenhouse built yeah out. in there like an aquarium yeah, or yeah, a... an aqua yeah it just so they built onto that so the house is just fully updated to to match the night the style of the 1980s which totally resonated with me i thought that was cool like i was just like oh look at there's the new room look at what they did over here i just thought that was cool i loved the look of the of the house and the just it was so 80s they they yeah. really like embraced the uh the style of the time so yeah. it, it, it reminded me of something my like dad would do to the house like and he yeah. has done like take his regular house i was used to and just repaint everything like different colors like that's yeah. like i and his house is very similar in that it's got like a lot of like like that sort of style to it right it's an older home and he's like he's painted it over and over again with different colors and different things and it, it reminded me of that so that's i that they did a great job like um updating and the little details that they updated was was really cool so they did but they but it didn't lose the character of the original house like that no. horse statue was still there um yeah. and the furniture still laid out the same way so it still looks like the house but it's just modernized for the 80s yeah. <laughs> so yeah i i just thought that was awesome i was i loved looking at the house <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool it was it was neat and it's it sort of like it's it's an iconic set and it and but they didn't they didn't do ruin it by updating it it actually added to it like just a, like it felt updated like the like everybody's moved on in life and then things yes. have happened so absolutely yeah so that, that was a hit excellent okay but I, i'm waiting for i'm waiting for a miss from you oh all waiting. right yo you want to jump right in all right okay so here's here's one of my big misses <laughs> Okay. So right near the beginning of the of the movie, there's a knock on the door. Carol and Mike go to answer the door, and it's and it's Alice standing there, like in her regular clothes. And I have a very it. similar miss. I think I I know where you're going. Okay. Yeah, Alice, this yo yay! And she walks in, and as soon as she start, as soon as she walks in, she starts bawling. You know, in a in a fake Alice sort of way, she's crying because Sam the butcher, who she eventually I guess married, uh, cheated on her. He he left her a note written on on uh, like brown paper that you'd get at the butcher shop that says <laughs> that says essentially I found a younger woman, um and and he went off to quote and he seasoned her rump roast, <laughs> so weird, uh so he's run off with a younger woman, and and left his wife like that's a huge deal like that's a, like they've been married for like twenty years or something a yeah. long. So Alice comes to the house to take comfort in being with Mike and Carol because they're like family and she starts bawling. So they say to Alice, you can stay here. You can stay here and, and we'll, you know, you're part of the family. You can stay here. Next scene, Alice is in her full maid's outfit. She's <laughs> making food for them. They're, she's like, yeah, you can stay here, but you're going to work for us. <laughs> And we're not going to pay you. You just get in that maid outfit. You start cooking for us because that's your job. <laughs> I don't care if your husband walked out on you. <laughs> well, they do, they do say, Alice, you don't work for us anymore, but know, she but can't get out of that mode. Like she's like, no. I'd say most of the movie she was in the maid's outfit. She was a hundred percent, but they didn't like, you'd think that they'd be like, Alice, please like sit down we'll make breakfast for you and we'll do things for you nope she was still 
Like, <laughs> you'd think that they would have just said, don't... First of all, why would she have even brought her maid outfit with her to go... Like, she hasn't been a maid for them for Maybe years. Maybe it was still... In the, they did say her room hasn't been touched since she no, left. Still so maybe it was just hanging in there or whatever. I don't, I don't know. know. But she brought a suitcase. She had other clothes. I just I just found it really funny that she came there specifically because she was in, like, had a big, horrible thing happen in her life. And, and yet they're like, yeah, you can stay here as long as you provide us with your, your, your cooking <laughs> and cleaning services. <laughs> it's so I ridiculous. Just, I couldn't get past that. <laughs> Hey, she, she likes to work, you know, she likes yes. to do because it's funny because at the beginning of the movie, they do say, Alice, like, we'll bake breakfast. You don't have to do anything like you're you don't work yeah. here. But as the movie went on, she kept doing more Alice things like. Yes. And then when they have the big like family dinner, there's no place set for her. No, no. And she's, she's making the, she she's cooking yeah. the dinner, <laughs> she's making the food. She had made three pies. Yeah, there was no place for even though there was a kids' table. So there was the main table for the family, and there was a kids' table. There was literally no place. So she would have been eating by herself in the kitchen. Like it's horrible what they're doing to this poor woman. Poor Alice. <laughs> Alice. Poor Alice. I, I'm gonna come back to Alice. Let's park Alice for a second. I'm gonna come All back right. to that later because I don't want to like as we kind of go through this. But I've got a I've got a um a, a miss in this as well. Is that so? Everybody was back. Like the whole cast was back except yeah. for Cindy. She was the only right. one that was, did not return. Right. Um, Susan Olsen plays Cindy. She was not in there. She was not in the movie. Yeah. So I was like, why is she not in this? So um, apparently in real life, she went on her honeymoon and that's why she didn't do it. That was oh. part of the reason. Also Paramount had a deal where they could produce this if they could come up with at least five of the six kids. <laughs> and they really? did and then and she was kind of like the lowest tier and apparently she was going to be paid the least so oh. that didn't really like get her to want to come back to this to this project and she didn't bother coming back to it so they they had the five they had five of them and then apparently they thought she was like kind of the lowest tier of the kids like yeah. that people like so um, she's, she's pretty interchangeable <laughs> cindy <laughs> and so and, and then uh um jennifer uh runyon played cindy Yes. And uh, and actually, I thought she was great. Like yeah. I like you kind of forget that she wasn't. They made kind of made kind of fun references that she wasn't the same person. Yeah, there's like, a part where like, Alice is waiting for all the kids. There's a big montage where Alice is waiting for the kids at the airport at different times. And this girl, blonde haired girl, comes up. She hugs her, and it's not her. Her. And then yeah. then the other girl that's playing Cindy comes up. So it's like they're kind of making fun of the fact that it's not her. Yeah, like in some they, way. They, at one point they say something about her curls one of the brothers says you know where are your curls and she says well i haven't had curls in 12 years like she yeah. i mean it, yeah just the fact that she doesn't really look but she she was actually pretty well cast she kind of looks like what cindy could maybe have looked like yeah you know 12 years later after the show or 15 years after the show ended she kind of a little bit looks like that so yeah it wasn't bad casting and she i actually quite like her as an actress she was pretty popular she was in ghostbusters uh, yeah remember, yeah I, I think she's not a bad actress so yeah i didn't yeah. mind that but it's it is a little weird <laughs> <laughs> she's little... probably way hotter than i thought cindy would look <laughs> yeah. like it was like <laughs> very true very true so she was a very welcome addition to the cast but yeah. the the miss is that it wasn't all the original kids i right. think they should have worked a little harder to get them all like i think they could have gotten her or waited just a little bit to get to, you know, or rode around her scenes or shot yes. around like, cause the honeymoon doesn't take like 20 weeks of like shooting, no. like to, to do. So I was, it was just, she was kind of missed in that way. It would have been neat to see her in it. 
Yeah, but I think so. Loop and I were talking uh, about this while we were watching the movie. We determined that they, they produced other Brady movies. One of them that is on YouTube that I watched a, a good chunk of is called The Brady Five Hundred, and it's all about Bobby being a race car driver. Um, and in that one, all the cast is there except for Marsha. They they have a different actress playing Marsha. So we've determined that that there are no actual movie Brady movies with all the girls in them. <laughs> They're all interchangeable. Yeah. All of the boys have, I think the boys have been in everything. I don't think they just show up to get paid and they'll do whatever, but the girls are more uh, like, you know, um, careful about their roles, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They don't need to be in everything, but it's just so, funny that, that, that each movie sort of has a different uh, one of the Brady girls is played by a different actress. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're they're so interchangeable, apparently, or whatever. But the yeah, uh, apparently. so apparently that Brady Five Hundred is an episode of the Bradys, which yes. came out after this because this was so popular. They actually developed a show based on him because it was like it it just did so well. But then the Bradys they tried to make it too serious. Yeah. And, it, and it bombed like because it, it wasn't as fun as like this would have been or whatever so it was terrible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned at the beginning the whole plot of this movie is they're the mike and carol have given up their vacation fund money uh and instead bought plane tickets for all the kids so they could all be there so but because it's a movie and because it can't be happy all the time there there has to be some sort of a you know family trauma or, or some sort of you know trouble that people get into so that they can get out of it at the end well yeah. this movie was so heavy-handed with their with their family members in trouble literally like every family member had some sort of crisis that was happening right at the same time <laughs> um mike loses his a big contract um, Marsha's husband is fired from his job. Jan is separating from her husband. Yep. Uh, Bobby has dropped out of school to become a race car driver. What? Everybody, ev yep, everybody has a big crisis, and and Bobby's afraid to tell his parents because he they think he's still in school. Everybody has this major like family crisis that's happening at the exact same time when they all come together, and it's just such it was so heavy handed, and it's obviously done so that at the end everybody's like storyline can be resolved and they can have a big happy ending but it because it was so heavy-handed because every single person had some sort of crisis you like you knew that it was just as a setup so that they could all be happy at the end if they had had like one person you know have a crisis then they could everybody could have rallied around that person and had some heart-to-heart -heart talks or done something and helped them out and come together but there were so many crises like it, like it like nobody could care about anybody else's crisis because they were in their own crisis <laughs> it, it, this is a good hit actually i do enjoy this one because it's uh <laughs> a miss i call it a hit i like i, I like the fact they all had like they, it was very de various degrees like like jan was on a verge of a divorce but yes. then like cindy was just like she she felt like she wasn't an adult because they they told her that she had to come to it rather than asking yes. her if she wanted to come so was there was various nice degrees of like, like yeah but I, I i don't know i enjoyed it i enjoyed the fact that they all sort of had something in their lives going on and it was like yeah i just i don't know it was just all, it was just all bad stuff all at the same time. Like it was just like the, well, the curse of the Brady's. Like everybody, everybody's well, I, lives like fell apart all at the same time. <laughs> I think it's just like part of it too is just uh, I got to defend this. Um, part of it, I don't know why. Um, part of this is because too like they 
it's the Brady was supposed to be this happy family, but everything yeah. wasn't quite right. Like, even though right. they, and, and they're all had, they all, I think a lot of them felt like they had to come home, but it yeah. was to all be there at the same time. But it was, uh, this is where the drama comes, Larry. This is where the, the, the high level drama. And we even gotten to the biggest drama of this whole thing. The big, no, the big we'll, ending, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. Oh yes. <laughs> It'll be gotten to. All right. Okay. So let's hear another, let's get a, let's get a good hit in there. Okay, I got a hit for you. Um, the uh, even though this was based on the show, and obviously it had elements that were very show like, um, yeah. I still felt like it felt like an event. Like I still felt like the like yeah. there was enough outdoor stuff shot and enough things not in the house that yes. I felt like I, I was I was watching a movie rather than just watching like an episode of the show and everything took place on a stu- in front of a studio audience or however they True. used to do it. Um, yes. So I did feel like they did a good job at like making it feel much bigger and more like an event. So uh, I, uh, I, the, uh, and also the soft focus was in full effect in this as yeah. well. <laughs> There's a lot of soft focus going on in this, yes. in this movie. <laughs> Make everyone kind of look a little bit younger than they, they maybe were or a little I, less yeah. harsh than they were <laughs> i agree i agree and that's that is true like they did try to make it into a movie like it like you said they 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 were like mike's office like they actually had a shot of him like walking down the street and going into the office building but yeah. in the tv show it was just another set like you never saw him g- going to that office really i think you might have actually i think greg had to deliver some some uh blueprints and came up but regardless yeah so it it felt bigger because you felt like they were actually in the world like they were they weren't just in their house or in a yeah you know, another, another set so yeah it did you're right it did feel bigger like if they did take it to the next level of brady them <laughs> brady them <laughs> <laughs> okay so I'll, i've got a, i've got another hit okay um i did enjoy the classic 80s hiding a secret from each other gag oh that's uh, a classic that's, that's the classic it, it happened all the time in the 80s where like a couple would have like the individually they would have a secret that they would be excited about uh like so in this situation mike and carol had this vacation fund so as their christmas gift to 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 each other they were gonna each give the other one a trip uh, so Carol was going to give Mike a trip to Greece and Mike was going to give Carol a trip to Japan. But like, they what's going to happen with this? Like, how, I don't how? know, but, but they didn't tell each other. It was going to be a big surprise. But fortunately, Alice was there so they could tell out. They could each individually tell Alice. And then, oh, Alice has all of the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then they like both, of course, ended up at the travel agency together um, but didn't realize it together. And they were both sitting on opposite sides of a half wall, each talking <laughs> with a different agent about their trips. And that's how the gag gets, you know, the secret comes out is yeah. that they they overheard each other. And it, but it was such a classic 80s, like, don't tell each other, but I'm going to tell the maid. <laughs> and I'll tell the maid too. And then the maid knows everything. And then the maid is all conflicted about what to do with all this. Yeah, stuff. she doesn't want to tell anybody. And yeah. So it's I did so like good. That. It didn't last very long. I mean, that was only about twenty minutes of the first twenty minutes of the movie, or fifteen minutes. Well, there's also the a whole point where they they each call all the kids to tell them what their what their plans yes. are for Christmas, and yeah. so then each all the kids are hearing both sides of the story, and like, <laughs> yeah. so there, yeah, there was this whole, you know, I thought that was it's such a classic '80s gag. <laughs> we call that in the business wackiness, is what oh, we call that. Wacky. That is yes. full on wackiness. That was a hundred percent whack right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So that was an, that was another one of my hits. So what, <laughs> what, what else have you got? Okay, so I got here's a miss I had. Right. Um, and I, 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 there's a bit of confusion in this as well. Maybe you saw this as well. Um, yeah. Marsha and her husband, right? Wally, which is which is her husband, and he yeah. was actually in the Brady Bride show, which was came out like in '81 or something. Yeah. Um. So so they actually, to their credit, they kept the same husbands of yeah. Jan and Marsha that were actually in that show. They were still <laughs> playing them in this show, which is I like consistency. Even that's, in my Brady's, and it was very consistent that way. Um, but Wally is so irritating in this movie. Oh. He's one of those guys that's like a sad sack. Yeah. And so he loses his job and he's down on himself and he's just irritating through yes. the whole thing. Like even when he things go right for him at the end, when he actually gets a job, he's still kind of sad sacky. Like he's just not like he's just a very irritating like character yes. generally in this. And also with Marsha, did you find that Marsha was hardly in it? Like she was. Ooh, she yeah. had her moments at the beginning when they said, "Oh, we we got to go to my parents and all that," which is like not a very big scene. But in all the rest of it, she was really not. She didn't have a lot of lines. She was no, there. Yeah, she, she was just sitting around, like she'd be at the table or whatever. But she didn't really have a lot to do. No, and you're Marcia right. Is like yeah. a popular like actress. She's a popular character, like one of the most popular of the obviously of the kids. I'd say the most popular of all four of them. Yeah, or six six of them. Sorry. Um, but the, uh, I just found like, it's like, um, she's like kind of an iconic character and she just was hardly used in this. I didn't think she was used to the capacity she could have. Wally got all the screen time in it. Like, it and you know who else got most of the screen time is the fake Cindy. She had a lot. She had a she lot had, of stuff to she do. She had a lot of screen time. Like she had a lot of lines, a lot of interactions with other characters. They gave fake Cindy a, a lot, a big part in this movie, but yeah, real Marsha just sort of faded into the background. Like she was there, but she wasn't even like a focus really of it. Like she oh. was like, um, it, it was weird. Like I just felt, I just found like she wasn't used enough. Like in it, and I don't know why that was. I don't know if that's just the way it was. Like if I was writing this, Marsha would have a much bigger part in it. Yeah, like, I would have thought so. so. Especially since their storyline was pretty big. That that uh, Wally got fired, and and yeah. uh, you know they were coming, and he didn't have a job, and all that. It was a pretty big part of the plot. The, yeah you're right he had more of like i don't know maybe she only maybe she could only shoot for like five days or something or I don't know, maybe she wasn't on set long enough to get lines yeah or, i don't know it was just very odd yeah you're right it was that was that was a strange that was a bit of a miss yeah i, I just don't understand but yeah, yeah wally can go away i wasn't a big fan yeah, of him but not a, fan, not a fan of wally no no um okay i've got another miss okay um and it was a miss that i wish was going to be a hit but it, okay. but it ended up not being so they right near the beginning of the of the show they were talking about their memories like the family's memories and they were talking about remember when we went on this vacation or i i don't remember exactly what but anyway then they flashed back to the original show like yeah. so that there was a clip on there from the original show and i thought oh this is gonna be so fun all the family's gonna get together they're gonna reminisce we're gonna see clips from the show yeah they didn't carry through with that the they only did that one more time at the very end and i i actually would thought that that would have been a cool thing is for the the kids to have gotten back together and like had like talked about their memories of their times times when they were little and in the house and then the show clips of like tiger <laughs> yeah. and you know things like that it would have been a cool 
addition to 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 the show to be nostalgic about like how things used to be and and all that and, but they they did it once right at the beginning and literally it was like an hour and a half later before they did it again and they only did it one time and i, I don't know why like I, if if they were going to do it why not do it all the way through or not do it at all like I, yeah or at least a couple more times throughout they didn't have to yeah. they didn't have to overkill it like it's not a clip show but no, no. it's not uh, like because it was effective when they used it because they showed very there were this very short clips yeah. but it was effective because it, it it related back to what they were talking about um yeah. and they're from christmas episodes or whatever so they, it was kind of neat um but yeah they didn't really i i had written that down as well as that they just didn't follow through on these and i thought it was a kind of it would have been kind of neat to have like a few more in there they didn't have to have a lot more but just a couple at least but yeah yeah exactly like, like, it wasn't two, consistent basically no. like yeah, like after the first one, I was expecting, you know, like one per half an hour kind of thing or yeah. something like that. But they just, they just sort of, it just sort of faded away. So I wish that that, I wanted that to be a hit because that would have been a hit for me if they had put a couple more in. That would have been a hit that they reminisced and, and got nostalgic about the actual stuff that went on in, in the original show. But yeah, they dropped the ball. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why that decision was made, or maybe that was all they ever planned to do. But I did like the idea of having the clips in it because they've got them, and it's kind of neat to see the juxtaposition of them as as children and now as adults. Like it was kind of yeah. neat to see like them kind of like how they look back then. So, exactly. So I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. All right, okay. I've got a, a miss, a hit, and a, and, a, and an annoyance. All right. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll do. I can do my annoyance. All right. Um, do that. I don't know other why it, this is other than Wally. You mean <laughs> yeah, other than Wally? Wally was just an okay. irritating character, which was, okay. but this was just a, an annoyance. And and, and it, I don't know if it'll annoy you as much as it annoyed me. Okay. <laughs> was and it, I don't think it was a full. I don't think it needed to be fully as as a hit or a miss. But it was um, Peter's PJs <laughs> drove me insane in it. So there's a part where they're kind of like sleeping <laughs> overnight. They they've made all the rooms into like bedrooms for everybody. But Peter yeah. and Bobby were sleeping out like in the living room. Yeah. And Peter's got or Peter's got these PJs on that are like old timey PJs that go down like past your knees, like it's like a giant shirt. Yeah, that look like something like Ebenezer Scrooge would would wear, like like in an old timey movie. Like it was, there was so irritating. Like no one wears those. Like why is he wearing them? I don't know. And and it's funny because he was like, he's a businessman. Like in in the movie, Peter grows up and he's. And he's like a business guy. I don't really know what he does. I don't think they ever actually really say what he does. But he's a business guy. So he like he was wearing formal clothes. He was in a big <laughs> fancy like office building. You'd think he'd be like getting like the most stylish of of attire. But yeah, he he went full old school with this. <laughs> yeah, I, I expected him to be carrying one of those like oil lanterns around yeah, or something. Like it's have like, like a night cap, the candle on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have like the cap that you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't it's not a hit or a mess it's just it was like a, a weird choice yes. like why would they have him wearing this bizarre like like old-timey pajamas like it just it was yeah. so bizarre like it looked ridiculous but it was it just irritated me I don't know why I had to mention that but yeah like just all get right. some regular pajamas like everybody else yeah, you know, that's, exactly. all just that's all normal. we're asking for like I expected from maybe Bobby but not Peter like no. it's <laughs> Yeah. maybe greg i could see greg greg, he greg possibly a, but yeah, like not yeah you know <laughs> anyway okay give, give us a give us a give us a hit okay this is i think one of the biggest hits of the movie and right. it's something it's, you don't see but i know okay um, no cousin oliver in this yes thank <laughs> god like i don't know if he got hit by a sleigh and died i don't know what happened to cousin <laughs> oliver i don't care 
<laughs> I am so glad he was never not mentioned in it. He wasn't no. in it. There was no like he's just been like like forgotten, forgotten. about. He's like the forgotten family member now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I honestly this this came up when I was watching it too because I was watching it with my wife and I when because the, the little kids like the Bobby's and Cindy like all their their little kids were talking about how they were going to go get to see their cousins because uh, they're all getting together and I instantly thought. <gasps> Does that mean that we're going to see cousin Oliver not realizing he's not one of their cousins? He's one of the, yeah. so that would mean that Bobby or, or I mean, um, Mike or Carol's brother and or sister. I don't really know how that relationship was. Yeah, anyway, it would have had to come to, but yeah, I, for a minute I did. So I actually thought about that too. I thought, are we going to see cousin Oliver? And we didn't. And that was just fine with me. <laughs> Thank you producers for, uh, not bringing in cousin Oliver on that. I, he was very forgotten very quickly because no one liked him. He was like, yeah, like you got enough kids to worry about. We don't need cousin Oliver in there. Like it's so stupid. Yeah. That was another. Just... Speaking of tropes of the '80s, bringing yeah. in a child to to like try to spice up a show was a major '80s trope. Like, yeah, they, like even like Family Ties did that. Like, like, yes. like stop it. Like, yes. you don't need... <laughs> yeah, and I and I think Danny Cooksey uh, built his entire career on being that extra kid. Who <laughs> wasn't he like the kid on uh, Different Strokes? Wasn't he like the brother that they brought in or the uh, Sam? I think his name was, yeah, yeah, because it, it was it was uh, Drummond's new wife's son. I think is oh, what he right. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but I think I'm pretty sure that Danny Cooksey built his entire <laughs> his entire career around being the the uh, the forced family member. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> that was good. Uh, all right, um, I've I've only got one more uh, hit, uh, miss. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I've I've got one little hit. That I'll just throw out there, and it's just it's just a little one. Yeah. Uh, so the the storyline, Marsha and Wally's storyline is that, like we said, uh, Wally was fired from his job. He was he was a sales sales guy at a toy toy company. That was his job that he was fired from. And so when they're in their home, their home has a lot of little toys and things around. And one of the toys that he picks up and he's holding and playing with is a boglin. Did oh you yeah, you're that? right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, there's a Boglin in the Brady movie," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I mean, it was just, I, it was just a silly little thing, but I just thought that was pretty fun that they actually used a real toy that was popular in the in the '80s. That is cool. That's that's actually good. Good eye on that one. Yeah, and it was a Boglin of all things. Like it wasn't a Cabbage Patch doll or a My Little Pony or something. It was like a creepy Boglin. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty fun. So that that became one of my hits. <laughs> oh, perfect. And that's all I have for hits. I've only got one more miss. So so what do you got? Okay, my my miss, and I think this is a big one. This is this is like ridiculous. Okay. So I let's go back to Alice and Sam again. So I always uh, want to go. I want to revisit this. Okay. So Sam cheats on Alice. Yes. Alice comes back home, yeah. and the like the family's like annoyed. Like like Mrs. Brady's annoyed. Everybody's annoyed at this. So like I mean they're angry because she she got cheated on. Yes. And uh, and he was very like glib about it too. Like he just sort of like yeah. like oh here oh sorry I'm cheating and blah 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 and younger at the very woman. end what's that a younger woman and yeah like, like it's very it, it was it. Ter- it's terrible like when you think yes. about it like poor alice like ambi davis is like a, a classic you can't you yeah. can't go wrong like d- don't like mess with alice with me That's like right. i love alice yeah. so at the end everybody's sort of like everything goes right and everything happens and it's everyone's like so it's a very happy ending yeah. and then a santa claus shows up at the door well it's sam in disguise and he's like alice please take me back and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take you back. And everybody's like gathers around and hugs him. 
Yes. Like, this is a man that cheated on her, like literally yeah. cheated, and they yeah. all all is forgiven instantly. Like, like, like instantly. I got like, so angry at that. That's the one part I actually got angry during because I'm like, yeah. like I, I don't know why they're so happy about this, like that he's back. I know they're happy for Alice that if they're the relationship can be rebuilt, but yeah. this guy cheated on her. Like if I was there, I would have punched him in the face. Like he was like, <laughs> like and, I'm so and- and not only that, but it happened like a couple of days before. It's not even like six months had passed and, you know, yeah. everybody calmed down. Like it had happened just a couple of days before. So this was still fresh. Like Alice would have been, in fact, um, in like it, it might have even been the same scene where Bobby uh, talks about uh, Sam uh, bringing meat or doing something like reminiscing about Sam yeah. for and Alice instantly starts breaking down and crying and says, why did you have to bring up Sam? Why did you have to bring up his name? And I'm sure that was the same scene that they yeah, or a couple scenes before, but couple, it was like, but it was like the same day or the day before day out. Like it was, it was like, she was still in a lot of pain about this whole cheating situation. Yeah. Like, like he's, he's done her wrong and not like in a bad, bad way. Like why is everybody yeah. suddenly like, all like for all forgiven like it's like yeah. you, you don't forgive this guy like yeah. i'm surprised gray didn't grab his mustache and whip him with it like it was like <laughs> like i was just like i'm like just boot this guy out of the house i would have been happier if they just would have booted him out of the house like yes like he like he hurt alice and and it's it's you can't repair that damage like no. just with him showing up in a in a santa outfit and by the way the guy that played sam wasn't the same guy it was a different no. guy that's why that's why they disguised him i think but which is which is which i thought was hilarious because because the way they did it was uh the santa walked in the house just like barreled past everybody and walked in the house and up to to alice and said you know alice honey it's sam and then he turns his back to the camera pulls down the Santa beard so she can see his face, then puts the Santa beard back up and turns back to the camera. So now his face is covered again so that yeah. we can't see who the actor is, but uh, presumably it's the same one. And they just kept the the beard on the whole rest of the time because, but yet they can recast Cindy, no problem. But we don't want to, we don't want to recast Sam. That would be, yeah. that would be <laughs> No one remembers Sam. I mean, he was kind of oh. memorable, I guess, but it's yes, like. But, but you can recast Cindy, but you can't recast Sam? What? But he's also a womanizer who obviously the younger oh. woman left him. So now he's yes. like crawling back to, to Alice. So. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I agree. Poor, poor Alice. I hope a wall of sausage falls on him. Like. <laughs> <laughs> not, only so did I... make, not only did they make Alice work for them even in her time of pain but then then they embraced sam <laughs> just like tossing all this stuff at poor alice and, i i hate yeah. i hate sam i hate that i hate that whole character now because i know that's how he how it ends yes. up so yeah now yeah we can never go back and rewatch the show the same yeah. way Knowing, no. i mean who knows maybe he was cheating on alice when he was in the butcher shop back then too probably just, was oh, probably was you know you cheat once you cheat a hundred times yeah that's, that's right that goes <laughs> I'm sure a sausage wasn't just being sold. Like okay. I'm sure. <laughs> <All right. laughs> now I'm uh, going to give you another mess over here. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, do you have more? No, I'm done. Okay. All right. This I'm jumping right to the, my last miss. The last miss is the entire ending of the movie. <laughs> oh, what? That was the best part. <laughs> the whole ending of the movie. So, okay. So they're in the middle of Christmas dinner. They're all sitting around the table. Phone rings. It's, Mike's ex uh, client, because the client has already dropped Mike from his project, saying that the building that Mike helped 
construct or did the plans for has partially collapsed <laughs> and there are two uh um security guards trapped in this building and only mike can come to the rescue and figure out how to get them out of this building. Well, first of all, Mike designed the building that's partially collapsed on them. So I'm not sure that he would be the best person to figure that out. Well, let's anyway. hold up for a second though. Mike, okay. was, the reason Mike was dropped was because he told them that they have to put extra structure up so this wouldn't happen. And they right. didn't and they ignored him. That's but now true. they have no one else to turn to because they couldn't get a hold of the guy that they took over for him. And right. they're, they're trying to cheaply make this building. And, and it, it came back on them. This is okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's true. Okay. okay. So so anyway, so Mike single handedly goes back and and takes off his his jacket and walk puts on a hard hat and walks right into the into the uh, partially collapsed building to figure out how he can get the guys out of there and tells the construction worker to do some digging on the other side to alleviate some of the pressure on this area. I don't know. It's all it's all architect jargon that I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> anyway so he's in there and then all of a sudden the building collapses even more while mike is in there oh my gosh now mike is trapped too so mike is trapped in there with the two security guards obviously at some point they call the family because they the next scene is all the family is now down at the construction site behind police tape and they're all like worried and oh is mike gonna be okay i don't know and then a couple of minutes later, somehow the two security guards make their way out. So they yeah. they, they figured out how to get out of there without Mike, and so they're now. Well, he he was with them at one point because they said they he was. Were, they, yeah. they said that he was behind them, and then he, he found them. their way. Yes. Yeah, but somehow they got out. Mike is still trapped inside, so they're in there, and then so now everybody is feeling like really like oh this is the end of Mike. This is this isn't good. Mike's at, Mike's the Mike's a goner for sure. So the only way to deal with that is to start singing uh, Oh Come All Ye Faithful. Is that what they yeah. is that what they're singing? Yeah. And and that's where the second flashback to the original show came in, is because that's the song that Carol sang when Cindy wished for or asked for her voice back. Remember, she had laryngitis. Cindy asked Santa for her voice back message. So you get the flashback of that. Anyway, so at the police tape line, Carol starts quietly singing this song, and then everybody else. And the whole place starts singing the song, obviously. And then they cut back to Mike, who's literally like buried under like rubble and like I beams and concrete and everything, like just on top of it. But they're all singing and they're so passionate about their singing. Somehow the singing draws Mike out of the building. <laughs> it was the singing that saved Mike. We call that a Christmas miracle. We call uh, that a really bad. I guess idea. I guess you don't believe in miracles, Larry. Um, that's how he escaped was because it, it was the the power of song call, and the power we, of love, which is brought him out and the power and the that, magic of Christmas. You call that the writers were lazy. <laughs> he, that was what I mean. Maybe if you sang a little more, you could save people, but you just don't. You choose not to. So, I mean. Uh. I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's how he got out of there. That's well, that's the perfect ending because it flashes back and then she yeah. sings the song and he somehow gets out of the rubble. You somehow. don't know how he got out. You I don't know. know. That's 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 either here nor there. It's that the fact that he heard the music and the sweet, sweet tones of Carol Brady and it threw him out of the building. And, and did, it, did it like did it initiate his superpowers and he like hulked his way out and like we'll, we'll never know how magic works 
he, we'll never he know bionic, how magic works. He bionic manned himself out of there. I don't know. I don't know how he did it. Guess you're not a believer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the whole movie is like it's just the. Up to that point, it, it was a fairly realistic movie. It could have happened. All these people, he could have lost his job. He could have been separated. They could have whatever. But then the power of song magically dragged Mike out of the rubble. <laughs> We're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. I, I love that ending. It's just like... <laughs> oh, it's the craziest ending. <laughs> the, the only thing with that, I was like, it would have made it better is if the whole building collapsed the second he got out. Would yes. have been good. But they wouldn't have been But um, the other thing I, I thought they kind of glazed over, which maybe they do in the Brady Brides, I don't know, but is the fact that Jan's an architect as well. Oh yes, they did. They did mention it in this. Yeah, movie. they mentioned it just briefly yeah. and kind of glazed over. But I'm like, shouldn't she maybe like it would have been kind of cool if she would have helped her, like helped him out, like not maybe to get out, but at least like it, like kind of talk together, like or something. Yeah. But I don't know what kind of architect she is. Like like I don't know what that like that could mean. Uh, there's probably obviously a lot of very, jobs in arch in architecture, but obviously not a very confident one. <laughs> she just stood there and just like I don't know, I don't I don't know what to do here. <laughs> and again, Cindy had a big scene in that, and yep. like the, the regular well, cast was, didn't. <laughs> that's right, yeah, because it was Cindy who reminded Carol of the that time in the past where she wished for her voice back. So yeah, this fake Cindy got like tons of screen she was literally the star of the show fake Cindy. yeah she got a lot of screen time. i don't know if she would have had it been like um susan olsen? susan olsen but i don't know i don't know i don't know if they just added more because she was in it i don't know well i i honestly think now having watched part of um the brady 500 uh jennifer runyon is a much better actress <laughs> okay so maybe that's why she got it yeah, more she, to do uh, cindy because cindy susan olsen was in brady 500 which was the follow-up I guess yeah. uh, to this and like, not like the Brady's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not good. <laughs> she was not, not a strong actor, actor <laughs> but Susan or Jennifer Runyon was like a legitimate actress had been in lots of things. And so I think that they could rely on her to actually deliver emotion. And yeah, that's so I think, yeah, I think probably because she was there, she got more screen time. <laughs> so so yeah. does this stand up? Well, I mean, for what it is, like it is a like a, a Brady thing, and and really the Brady show was kind of goofy as well, like their thing. So it was fun. Like I I enjoyed watching it. Like I it, it was a fun thing. I just found it like really over the top. Like they were they were trying really hard to to make emotion where there really wasn't any. <laughs> That's my take on it. Yeah, mine's a little different. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I I may have teared up a couple times during it. Really? And um, especially when they first kind of see each other for the first time. And, and uh, I just, you know, I just love the Brady's and I just, I think it's a solid movie. I think it's like, it's like, it's got a little drama. It's got like a little bit of everything in there. And I don't know. I just liked it. I think it's a, it's a fantastic movie. It's got the nostalgia in it. Yeah, uh, characters you love her back and, and yeah. no one really goes out of their character that they had in the beginning. Like no one's really like suddenly Peter's not super wacky or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They kind of stay within the, and the boundaries of the characters they had before. So, oh, I don't, although, I mean, how, how, how we're mentioning Peter real quick, he does turn into a bit of a jerk because his whole storyline is that his boss, <laughs> he's dating his boss, who is who is his boss and is making more money. And Peter cannot abide by the fact that this woman is making more money than he is. 
like that his his girlfriend is making more money than he is and he actually says that like yeah. they actually talk about the fact that peter can't stand that his girlfriend makes more money than him so i'm like dude <laughs> if you love the girl it doesn't matter like just yeah but it's a different help. time it's a different time and uh, it's I was, uh, I was a little let down by peter's uh, uh well he i think he learned a lesson I think he learned a big lesson at the end. So about yeah, just uh, about relationships, getting married, I guess, or something. <laughs> I don't know what the lesson. I mean, was. and it had like it had you know the like yeah again the nostalgia, but it also had like I mean it did have some cheese factor in it, like the part where they're trimming the tree and they're singing <laughs> fa la 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 la. That part was very cringeworthy. Oh, um, super cringe. Yeah, but it again there's a lot of characters that they had to like junk like work with because everybody had like spouses and they had to kind of introduce everybody so there was a lot going on in this movie but yes. um i thought that it was pretty concise i think it's a good movie i watched it last year i watched it this year and i'm gonna watch it every year because one of my favorite i put this higher than most like i'd watch this before christmas vacation what? By, far, by far i think this is much this is much better oh i'm gonna say it right now i'm just like I, I'm literally I'm, unpo unpopular opinion. I think this is better than Christmas Vacation. This this episode now may actually garner our first batch of hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's people going to agree with me. I think Christmas Vacation's overrated. I, I mean, it's it, it's fun. It's a fun movie, but I think it's overrated. I think people really want to like it, and I just I just I don't know. I think this movie is like has some heart, and I think it's it's. It's got some like uh, you know some Christmas magic. It's got a, a dash of Christmas magic. That's all I ever asked for in a movie, and I think this has got it. Uh, I for me, it dashed the Christmas magic. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, uh, wow! Well, there. I'm there sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, cousin Eddie. I just I just <laughs> like this better. I, just... I would take I would take cousin Eddie over cousin Oliver any day. <laughs> In the Battle of the Cousins, Cousin Eddie, 100%. <laughs> you can quote me on this. You can quote it and put it out there. I don't care. I, I, this, wow. It's just my, it's unpopular opinion, of course, but I I, I don't care. This okay. is a better movie. This is a better movie for me. It's, right. I think it's it's better. So, okay. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair on that enough. note, <laughs> I think I just ruined the rest of the year for, for uh, Larry. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what to do anymore. I might even just go back and rewatch this again. <laughs> You're forgetting that I actually have your copy. So. Oh, yeah, I got to come over and get it. It's like, yes. so good. <laughs> if it survives the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Woo. good. All right. <laughs> well, that's it for us. Yep. Sure is. Um, yep. Have yourself a great holiday season yeah. and be safe. And uh, we'll definitely be back next year with our uh, 2023 in review. Yep. And uh, I'm already trying to think this, if this came out this year, I think I would have been my top movie of the year. If this came out this year, this would be my entire bottom of the barrel. <laughs> well, but it didn't come out this year. So there you go. <laughs> Fortunately. <laughs> apparently when this movie, I was at this, when this movie came out, apparently critically it was, and a lot of fans hated it, but yeah. as it, it's been on, I think fans started to like actually clamor for it. So it kind of, they changed their like, uh their views on it as over the years so and i know I, why because it's no, in, all, in all in all seriousness i could see that happening like it, it is it's so cheesy and so over the top and so like ultra brady i could see how like i i totally can understand how you like it so much like it is <laughs> it is got that nostalgia factor and it is and it's so it is 
it's not boring. It's it's kind of fun to watch. So I I, I get it. Is it better than there Christmas Vacation? Not yes. by a long shot. <laughs> I say yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it for the show. Have a great holiday. Have a safe holidays. Again, go on our socials if uh, you want to contact us at all. Or maybe you have a movie you want us to review or a show or something. Send it to us. And uh, we'll see you next year. And uh, have yourself a great uh, Christmas and happy holidays. Bye-bye. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.